Hi, and welcome to The Language Lie. A podcast about idioms. I'm Ingrid. And I'm Casey. Super glad to hear that, Casey. Glad you're still you. Makes me happy you're you. (sighs) Nothing makes me happy. And (laughs) not gonna lie, I've been really frustrated for the last 40 minutes. Oh, hi. While I've been researching this stupid idiom that I hate. Cool. So, guys, welcome to a podcast where we talk about idioms that Casey hates. I'm very excited to hear about this thing that you. That <laughs> you look. If you you can't see Casey, but he looks really just done. He looks like he's been defeated by this idiom. Yeah, okay. I I hate this idiom. I hate this idiom. I okay. am disgusted by it. Are you? And Are it's you guys a really convenient. To- it's a really convenient idiom, uh, when speaking about business or projects or artistic pursuits. Like it's, it is used a lot, and I often go to use it, and I don't because I'm disgusted by it. So wow. Um, yeah. I am, super- and I'll tell you more why I'm annoyed. As we get into the idiom. Kind of thought you were going to just start. No, I'm going to hold that. With what you hate and why you hate it. You know, uh, so if this is your first time listening to this podcast. (laughs) We're usually much more chipper. (laughs) Sometimes it goes a little different. I don't know how excited you are to hear about something that Casey hates so violently. Yeah. But it's where we are. You know, you got to just meet people where they are. So let's meet Casey where he is. Casey, tell us about what has happened. Can you take a guess? Do you have an idea of what this idiom would be? Something that's like disgust. You hate? Yeah. It disgusts you? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll just tell you. I'll just... Okay. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Yeah, let's hear it. No, no, no. Please tell me. (laughs) Uh, The idiom that I researched that I hate, it disgusts me, is to flesh it out or to flesh something out. Oh, it's I gross. wouldn't have. I wouldn't have guessed. I would have never gotten there. Okay, that yeah. is pretty gross. Anything about flesh? Yeah, it's I, just like, mm. like to be in a business meeting and someone to be like, <laughs> "Well, this is a good start, but we need to flesh this out." I'm always like, <laughs> gross. I've never thought to be disgusted about it, Casey. Oh, it's just this is not gives something me that's the ever. Heebie-jeebies. Okay. Mm. Yeah. I don't like those heebie-jeebies, man. Yeah. Um, so I'm assuming also, you've heard this, obviously. W- yeah, oh, where, what kind of business are you doing where people say flesh it out a lot? <laughs> if there's like an idea, if there's, if we're like building content around something or, or whatever, we have like a, a project that is a creative project and we're not quite there yet or whatever that might look like, you know, it's, mm-hmm. you're 75% of the way there. You just need to flesh it out a little bit more. Blah. Mm. So you basically just told us all about the idiom. Maybe we don't use this in my profession quite as much, though I do feel like people are fleshing ideas out in in this world. But, um, okay, well, so tell me more about what you hate, Casey. Well, I'll get to that point. So you've heard it, obviously. I have heard it. I do not use it. I've never thought to be disgusted by it, but I don't use it. Now you can be. Cool, thank you for adding things to my life for me to be disgusted by. 
I needed a few more. Uh, yeah, I have no idea where it might come from other than like the, the, the things that come to my mind are really dark immediately. Well, so. let's start with the definition, then we can get to the origin. Cool. Um, you know, you know this already. Merriam-Webster defines it as to provide more information about something or to make something more complete by adding details. Uh, idioms.thefreedictionary.com says to develop something more fully. Um, a noun or pronoun can be used in between the word flesh and out, so to flesh something out, to flesh it out. Um, and that's kind of how I presented the idiom at the top of the episode. Um, the example that they give is, I can't judge your story in its current state. You need to flesh it out more and then resubmit it. Uh, Cambridge Dictionary gives the example of these plans need to be fleshed out with some more figures. It's disgusting. Stop using that. Okay. Stop. Wow. It's so gross. Hey, you know what, guys? I would love for you to write in and tell us what you think, if you think this is disgusting. Because I just... Also, it does what, not. It doesn't bother you. No. Oh, um, so weird. All right. Well, so, let me know what I. What's wrong with me? What I can't, Casey. <laughs> what kind of time you got? I'm kidding. Wow. Um, but what other noun could you put in there? I, I've been just creatively thinking. Flesh it out. Flesh. Flesh the, the story out. Flesh the, the story plans out. out. <clears throat> okay. Something like that. I like it. Where, where do you think this? From where? From whence? From where? Whence? <laughs> whence hither? Um, why does this exist? <laughs> Tell us. Why does it exist to make your life more unhappy, Casey, is why this exists. I think maybe it has to do with cattle. That's where I'm going. Mm. Cattle, flesh. That's why it got dark for me really immediately. Mm. Anything involving the word flesh is probably going to involve something being dead. We don't, well, maybe, maybe this speaks more about me as a person. <laughs> I mean, why uh, else would you use? I mean, unless it's like we're talking biblical, but even biblical, it's kind of dark. And when then you get to flesh. the, the only other time I've really heard the word flesh used is like the crayon box. And then, you know, that's, that's, that's probably not a thing anymore. And that's real racist. Yeah. Yeah. Do they still make a flesh colored crayon? I don't know. An inappropriately named fresh flesh colored crayon. I don't know. It's been a while since I've gotten my crayons out, but yeah, um... I don't, (laughs) I only use the red ones. Uh, go ahead. So, uh, the origins, this is what, why I'm so mad. Oh, I thought you were mad already. I'm disgusted. I'm disgusted. The origins made you more mad. Okay. Yeah. So, the idioms.thefreedictionary.com goes on to say that this metaphoric expression alluding to clothing a nude body or adding flesh to a skeleton was uh, in the mid 1600s put simply as to flesh. Um, with the adverb out being added about two centuries later. Ew. Yeah. Okay. So to flesh something. Ew. 
Okay, which for some reason you've... doesn't bother me as much. <laughs> I love that I am now really bothered by the part that doesn't mm-hmm. bother you as much. Cool. I mean, I'm still grossed out by it, but it doesn't bother me as much. Okay. Um, the Word Counter, which is a new website that I encountered during uh, research, literally scouring Google's search results for something, um, came across the Word Counter. They say, to think of a skeleton, um, when thinking of the phrase flesh out, imagine adding flesh to the skeleton. Okay. Thus, taking it from a skeleton to literally a fleshed-out human body. Why would you do that? Why would you do that? In what instance has that happened? God. God. If you're not God, you shouldn't be doing it. I think a lot about, like, necromancy and... um, Mm. Yeah. In, in general are, or in relation to this? <laughs> in life. Okay. There are several <laughs> books I've worked on uh, oh, that okay. that are kind of in popular culture about like necromancy and these armies of skeletons or reanimated corpses. This is a thing. This is a trendy topic. But yeah. Heard it here, folks. I guess to bring something to life, right? You're, if you're going to have a skeleton come to life, maybe you need to put some flesh clothes on it, Casey. Mm, gross. <laughs> <sighs> you're, so gross. You know that your body is actually a skeleton with flesh on it, right? Yeah, but like I wasn't a skeleton first. And then my <laughs> mom didn't like patch some flesh on me. <laughs> like, <laughs> I didn't come out of my mom as a skeleton mm, it's true it's true i i i don't know there's maybe some health self-hatred going on here that i have no self-hatred i mean not about this <laughs> many other about, things but not about this not about being a skeleton with flesh on it it's just it's so gross i am i'm fine with being a skeleton with flesh on it it is okay, the good. addition or subtraction of the flesh Okay. For some unknown purpose that why... shows up in a meeting or a casual conversation with a friend about a whatever creative idea. Suddenly I have to think about someone like packing on flesh to a skeleton. It's real gross. Okay. Hey, Casey, um, did you think it's gross? No. So the word counter continues to say the word i'm gonna speak a bunch of old english so get ready everyone oh yay. if you're thinking about turning off this episode now is the time it's <laughs> <laughs> giving you some warning uh the word flesh comes from old english which basically looks like flesh but flesh or something like mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. um which means flesh or meat or living creature <clears throat> um the that old english comes from proto-germanic fleiska or fleiski which i'm slaughtering um which th- there's Much not like really flesh. yeah there's not really a clear line to the origin of that but there's a sense that it originally meant a piece of meat that has been torn off okay um the Old English ut, meaning out or outside, comes from Proto-Germanic root, uh, using the word out to mean completely or to a conclusion, um, has been 
used since like the 1300s. So the idea of like completing something with the word out and flesh still meaning flesh mm-hmm. just don't get it. Uh, then, so mm-hmm. what do you do now, right? You're, you you want to figure this out because you want to pack this away and never think about this idiom again, and you can't <laughs> find a clear definition of where this came from, why this set of words exists and haunts me so. And so I did the thing that anyone would do, and I went to Ngram Viewer to see its use in all of the books that Mm -hmm. have been digitized since the 1500s, right? There are a ton of flesh, comma, out, right? There's a lot of flesh, period, out. There's a lot of... um, guides for people preserving meat and so turning the flesh out this way um, this see that's where i my brain went but they they do not it is it doesn't have the same meaning they all are uh, directional um Mm. in their description not to fulfill something or to complete an idea um it is just listed again and again as a step. Um, okay. So the first usage that I could find in the way that we say it is uh, a publication in 1920, uh, 1922 called Tertullian Concerning the Resurrection of the Flesh. Uh, sorry, Concerning the Resurrection of the Flesh by Tertullian. Uh, For it is wrong to maintain, as certain people do, that the garments made of skin which Adam and Eve put on when they became stripped of paradise are themselves the new creation of flesh out of clay. And so I feel like that is the closest first joint usage of that word that kind of means to fill out. Okay. Uh, God did it. Yeah, which makes sense. Everything, uh, not everything, but, you know, the Bible and all those people that like the Bible were good at documentation. Um, mm-hmm. All those people who like the Bible. Yeah, whatever. Uh, those people. No, just kidding. Uh, so then we we saw a pretty <laughs> drastic increase in usage. Uh, I would say around the 1940s. Um, big spike up. Um, and I think this is kind of when it started to mean what, how we use it today. The first, I mean, granted, there's a ton of digital digital publications, and so rather than spending 25 hours doing all of that research, one of the first ones that I found uh, was in 1962. Uh, it was a hearing in the hearing before the Committee on Armed Services in the United States, um, pages 94 to 96. Uh, it would enable us to activate the fourth division in the STRAC, or STRAC, I don't know how you pronounce it, uh, which we feel is necessary, and it would enable us to flesh out some units that are now under strength. So it just, like, magically appeared? What? Much like flesh out of clay. What? No, I don't like it. (laughs) Um... (laughs) 
So I'm going to send you... I'm so excited. What am I going to be sent? Oh, no. This hasn't happened to me in a while, folks. I forgot that Casey sometimes sends me things that really confuse me. And you guys are going to get to witness whatever confusing thing is about to happen. Okay. All right. Sending this to you now. Very excited. Super anticipatory. Almost sent this to someone else. Cool. (laughs) Oh, raise your hand if you've done that. All right. (laughs) My brother's like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Ayo, continue with the marathon. God, I hate the marathon right now. This isn't part of it. Whatever. Feel the jingle in your skeleton. Flow was never sweeter. Brown sugar, cinnamon, young cinnamon. What, what the hell you guan lose the cynicism carry on. Cool. What so did that, you just make me read? That felt yeah. very inappropriate. I don't <laughs> love anything that just happened. That uh, was the song Flesh Out, which came out in 2021, I think, um, by the artist Us the Folks. Us the what? Us colon the folks. I don't know who they are, but... Cool. I'd like everyone to know that there in Young Sinner Man, there is an umlaut above the A. Yeah. yeah. It needs to be part of canon that that is what happened. Yes. I don't know. <laughs> I I googled this band and I haven't found anything. So maybe the internet made this up, but um, which they're known to do. Um, and that is all that I have for this. I don't know the origin and that's why I'm so mad. Because well, I just I want to box this about... up and leave. No, I'm so... disgusted by the idiom. I'm mad that I don't know the origin. What I need for everyone to do is email us however you want to to Toss. tell us how many times that you hear this now that Casey has pointed it out. Because I'm sure you don't think you've ever heard it. And now you're going to hear it all the time. And you're going to either giggle or vomit. We'll see. Let's, let's see what happens. Can I also just make one additional thing? Yes. There, uh, while doing research, I saw a few articles about people um, misusing flesh out and flush out, mm-hmm. which to me are very different things. <laughs> but there's like articles on NPR's website or Michigan Radio's website by NPR. Uh that have this um and it's confusing to me that people would mess that up enough that that npr would write a story about it (laughs) to flush out something to flush out well it doesn't make sense to say either one i know that when you stop to think about it flush out is way stupider to say but i in, in 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 hearing it like i they sound so nonsensical that I can understand perhaps how people would get confused. Well, I feel like to flush out your eyes, if you get like metal right. in your eye or something in your eye, you, you flush it out. Right. So it's already a phrase that exists, right? To flush out 
people are familiar with that and they're maybe not as familiar with flushing out something because flushing Good. out something means you've gotten rid of it, right? Like that's real clear. I wish we so, could flush out. Flesh you could flush out. out the flesh out. I love that you said that. It almost makes me love both of those things. Gross. So Gross. I can understand. The- <laughs> Disgusting. That's interesting though. I'm glad I, you know, I think there's, Chomping at the bit versus champing at the bit. People get wrong all the time. So it's really technically champing at the bit is how you're supposed to say that. But people say chomping at the bit all the time because it makes, really it makes more sense, right? If your logical brain is thinking about it. I know. (laughs) We don't have time. But a horse chomps on a bit, Mm -hmm. right? So I think people might think the same thing about flesh out and flesh out. Well, they should stop using it altogether. Cool. Let us know your tangential thoughts about this and other idioms. Thanks. So I was going to look up... Thanks for researching that, Casey. Truly a pleasure. I was going to look up an international idiom, had one to go, but Casey and I were talking before the episode about kind of a stuff we shouldn't say anymore, which is an old segment we used to do. Casey, tell us about this play that you went to see. I would see Guys and Dolls, um, okay. local production of it, and that's cool and all. Um, they made a big, um, I don't want to say big stink, but they wrote a full one page in the program talking about, you know, the use of the word dolls and how it's misogynistic and how, you know, times have changed, whatever. And that's cool. I think that's really important to do. It was a young cast, and so I think stating that I think is really important, and likely they had conversations among the cast and the director and whatever, right? Um, And so happy about that. The one thing that I did notice in the production itself was that they just casually used the word slave driver, and... It is one instance. It's not used regularly throughout. Mm-hmm. But if there's going to be such um, so much emphasis put on, hey, like we want to use the right language when speaking about women and whatever, you should also maybe think about that term as well. And so yeah. I'm fired up about it. <laughs> I'm fired. I've, I've been so fired up. I wish that we had everyone I know on this podcast right now because I want to talk to everyone I know about this because not this particular production about <laughs> of guys and dolls. Uh, I, you know, I studied that this is my minor thesis was on language that describes women and how we use these diminutive terms and how that really contributes to the way that people think about women because mm-hmm. language, the way that the way that we're referred to is how. I have to take this out. The way that people refer to us defines how we feel about ourselves. And I think this is a really hot topic, not the one that I was talking about in college, but that was a lot about how, like, you call a woman a chick. And, uh, you know, back in the day, you'd call them a bird or whatever it is. It's these diminutive things. And the words for men are these big, strong things. And so... It, it it helps reemphasize that, you know, like, 
you're going to feel like a small thing if you're called a small thing. So the hot topic thing is that, uh, you know, we, we are examining so much our language today and people have a lot of thoughts on what we should be called. And I thought it was interesting, the guys and dolls thing, because uh, it comes in the same week as I, we've been talking about this. They came out in the UK that rolled dolls books are being reissued with different language for a lot of the terms that he uses that are now definitely ableist, racist, fat phobic, all these things. And I've been talking with a lot of friends about this. So we don't need to go into my thoughts, but I would love to hear your thoughts on this. I think it's a really interesting thing to discuss. My thoughts? I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me all your thoughts, Casey. Um, so I just think it's really fun for whatever you think. It's fun to have people talking about language and how it affects us and how reading children's stories with different words affects your parenting or your, the way that your child is going to think about people with different presentations in the world. So please do write in to the language lie at gmail.com and what a, what a let us nice know. segue Thanks, that was Casey. did you practice this that was really good <laughs> god if only i ever practiced anything my life would be different um <clears throat> you can email us there and you can also slide into our dms at the language lie on instagram twitter you can you you can probably send us a message on Twitter. What else do we have? <laughs> Maybe I'll see it. it. Yeah, we're, those are the ones we're paying attention to right now. Okay, and cool. Don't do anything I, else because we're never going to. Don't see do anything else. We'll yeah. Mm, yeah, it'll be dicey. Uh, so thanks for listening, guys, and Casey. Thanks again, especially for researching something you hate so much. Thank you. Takes dedication. Uh, to be clear, she's talking about flesh it out. Yes, not idioms in general. (laughs) (laughs) All right, thanks, guys. We'll talk to you next week. All right, bye, y'all.